Good morning. You're listening to the Nonprofit Voice with Ron Gold. 2024 is my 50th year in radio, and this year I will be highlighting the people and nonprofits who've been featured on my shows in the past 10 years on 103.9 FM, Long Island News Radio, who've made a difference in the lives of people with disabilities. The Nonprofit Voice is a division of Marketing Works and Event Works. Today's featured agency is its Lodestar Children's Services. With Alyssa Buckley and Chris Weinish on the phone. What's going on, guys? Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for both coming on to the Nonprofit Voice and joining us today. We wanted to really highlight, uh, amplify what Lodestar Children's Services does for our community. You know, I'm, I'm interested in, in how you got started. Uh, how long have you been in, uh, have you had the agency and... You're on the, the vice president of the board, so uh, I'd like to hear more about that, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Ron. And, and Mike and Ron, thanks for having us today. And uh, Ron, congratulations on hosting this important program for, for 50 years. I think you're doing a vital service. So um, thank you for, for highlighting us and other nonprofits. Uh, so uh, Lodestar got started in uh, 2015. And, you know, there was an acknowledged lack of providers for the, for the types of services that we provide. And as the system headed into what, what our founder, James Regan, calls a period of transformation, you know, there was a massive overhaul of children's behavioral health services uh, in New York State around that time. And our founder, James Regan, predicted that the lack of providers was only going to get worse. So, you know, he wanted to step in and make a difference, and uh, and boy, have, have we made a difference uh, since the organization was founded. Well, you were founded in what year? Uh, 2015. Okay, 2015. So it's only like seven years. And they've catapulted to the top. It's been incredi- incredible what you guys have done. Yeah, well, tell me who was, uh, so it was founded by James Regan, and was this because of a personal situation with James? Uh, or he was just wanted to start an agency for mental health. Yeah, so James was was working as a uh, in the industry already, um, and uh, you know he had seen in the work that he was doing that the waiting lists for the types of services and just to to take a step back really quickly, you know, Lodestar as an organization provides the vital in home services to children with mental health needs and their families. And at the time, the work uh, James was doing as a as a social worker, he saw that, uh, that there were waiting lists for many of the services, and those lists were were getting longer and longer. And um, and again, just seeing what was happening, you know, in the system overall, James felt like it was an opportune time to to make a difference, and and that's what prompted him to start. The, not to speak on his behalf, but he's not here today, and uh, and you know, he, I've discussed this with him many times, but. Uh, you know, he has a real vision for this organization. I think it's one of the reasons it's grown so quickly. But uh, but that was his impetus to get to get Lodestar started. So when you say it's grown, is it grown? You, it's in home services as opposed to uh, they're not living in in apartments or anything like that, right? You want they want to try to keep the families together. Yeah, absolutely. Ron. Is that how I'm That's reading? Exactly it? correct. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The goal was to, to, you know, the mission is to empower children and families. And really the focus is on trying to prevent youth from having to reside outside of the home. So 
you know, that's why these in-home services are so vital. Well, what about they have? Do they go out and go to some of the the other facilities for uh, exercise and whatever happens that they have? Or are they yeah, just that's, that's stay right. home? Yeah, so, so we also offer uh, respite services where, uh, you know, the, 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 the care workers are actually taking the children out to, you know, do different activities and actually get out in the community as well. So, so you know, the goal is to, to allow the children to stay in the home to benefit the children and the families, but, uh, but we are also offering services to allow those, those children to be out in the community as well. Is the uh, mental health situation severe? Because they don't go out, is that why they're kept in the house? Alyssa, you want to take that question? Um, yes. Yeah, so sometimes that could be the case. Um, this the point. Of, the purpose of the respite service is a therapeutic break um, for both the, the child and the caregiver. So getting them into the community, really working on those skill building techniques, um, can you know greatly help the the mental health issues that they're experiencing, and also just provide a, a therapeutic break for the family as well. How have you how have you at Lodestar Children's Services seen a change in the sense of the culture, the mindset towards mental health services, mental health treatment from when you first started in in the mid twenty tens to now? Alyssa, you want to take that or you want me to take that? Um I have so I've been with Lodestar for um about three and a half years and I've definitely seen I think an improvement in the culture um for as long as I've been here. I think we're like eliminating the stigma surrounding um mental illness and the need for services. Um we try to make the children as comfortable as possible. You know, that's why we come to them in the home. Um there's really, you know, no shame in, in needing these services. Um because the purpose is, you know, to help them, help the families, and um, I definitely think it's improved since I've been there. Well, let me ask you something. During the the COVID period, uh, they couldn't go out too much. Right. So did you increase on the amount of people that you were serving at that time? Yes, we did see a big increase at that time. Um, yeah, because of the pandemic, there's definitely a, a greater need for mental health services. And um, it, it does make it, it made it very challenging. You know, you have to be very creative in how to provide services when, you know, being very mindful of the, the pandemic as well. Yeah. How did Lodestar adapt to that time? How were you able to provide the services without necessarily having that one-on-one contact directly? Um, so we did telehealth services as well. Okay. For the in-home services, uh, we did create COVID policy. Um you know, safety is the most important. So we were um, having parents sign sheets, making sure no one in the home is sick, wearing masks. Um, so we took, you know, the COVID um, year, you know, COVID year is very serious. How many people do you serve? Yeah. It's um, a, oh, go ahead, Alyssa. No, no, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to go back to the question you had asked uh, Ron or, or Mike. I think it asked about growth in the organization, which kind of ties into into what Alyssa was just saying there is, you know, in 2016, Lodestar served two clients. Uh, by 2019, we had about 35 clients. 
And this year, uh, we're actually doing more work in one month than we did in all of, of 2019. So, wow. you know, needless to say, the yeah, the, the growth has been tremendous, and it's averaged about 70% uh, annual growth per year over the last four years. Is it centered around one area? You're in Ronkonkoma. Is it uh, mostly in Brookhaven? Is it Suffolk County? It's all throughout Long Island, uh, even into Queens and Brooklyn as well. And... So you have caregivers that go there, right? And social workers that go to people's houses and uh, that's part of the respite service, right? Yes. Are they, are they locally? Or, so each of these caregivers, do you try to tailor them to the community in the sense of you know, if you have people Eastern Suffolk versus Western Suffolk, Nassau and Queens, Brooklyn, do you have people from each of those respective communities to then uh, provide these services? Yes. So when we're hiring, we try to keep in mind, um, you know, the distance to where we have referrals and where um, the applicants are from. So we try to keep them as close as possible because um, we would have rather have them spending more time with the youth in the homes than driving Correct. all across. Yeah. And I would think that would also be necessary because then you could find that more relatability, right? Where you have someone that's mm-hmm. born and raised in the communities around them, in the environment around them, or go went to the same schools as, the, as them. That always helps with creating that or, or fostering those relationships and that harmony between the caregiver and the applicant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that we, you know, the, the organization that started off uh, strictly Long Island based and uh, has, has quickly expanded because of the opportunity uh, and much to your point there, Mike, to, to have those people in the actual communities was was part of the reason that the expansion to Brooklyn and Queens has happened. And, uh, you know, right now we're forecasting with, with the growth uh, of the organization that we may exceed uh, 500 families being served awesome. in the not-so-distant future. Wow, that's amazing. But I don't think the name is out there that much, you know, as far as most I, people don't know you, I don't well, yeah. that's why yeah. they're coming on this radio show to get out here more. <laughs> there we go. Am I right? <laughs> that's that's exactly right, and that's probably a perfect time to plug uh, the the organization website website, if I may, which is yeah, uh, Lodestar. Yeah, so it's lodestarcs.org, which is L O D E S T A R C as in children, S as in services. dot org o r g and uh, you can get answers to any questions you may have there. And, uh, you know, we would welcome anybody who wants to uh, learn more about the organization or connect with us. Yeah, and what I love about the website, too, is I found it fascinating how it's not just a, a call-in number. If you log on to a website and you don't want to call, you have a live chat right there ready to go for the applicant or family member who wishes that to cool. get, learn more and get more information. So that instantaneous discussion, uh, the, those communications are key, in my opinion, when many of those in need they respond to that moment, and you really got to capture that moment to provide the adequate treatment that they are looking for. But they may have been uh, hesitant to to look, seek out, to to find. Is that is that something that's very common that you see in the field? Yeah, absolutely. And and we want to make the it just sort of goes back to what you asked about earlier: the stigma around mental health. Right. Uh, really, the the accessibility is so important. So having that that chat feature on the site was was very important to us. And and also, you know, for anybody out there who wants to connect with the organization, uh, you can also email us uh, at the email info i n f o at lodestarcs.org, which again is l o d e s t a r 
C as in children, S as in services, dot O-R-G. And what are the, what's the age range that you're servicing for these children? What is it, when does it begin and when does it end? Um, children ages 5 to 21. Oh, excellent. All the way up to 20. And that's on, now usually I'm hearing that it's usually up to maybe teenage years. For you to go up to 21, do you find that that kind of sets you apart from many others who are in the respective fields as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, a lot of a majority of the children we see are going to be an age range from about eight to the teenage years, but that definitely does set us apart. You know that we, um, you know, acknowledge the need for mental health services up until age twenty-one. And what happens when they age out? Um, we could try to find other services that might be um, better for them, more age appropriate. So, Alyssa, you being the HR director, you're. Um your job is changing as you get bigger and bigger. I mean, do you have a, a shortage of people working there? You need people, need help, as other agencies do? Um, so as we've expanded, you know, our hiring has increased um, exponentially. So we, we've been keeping up, you know, as we get more referrals, we're putting more ads out. Um, but, no, it's absolutely increased uh, in the last few years as we have grown. And your job has changed, right? Changing as we uh, speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, there's always new tasks and new things um, to do as we as we grow as a company. Yeah, and there's a difference between 35 families and 500, right, Chris? Oh, yeah, very much so. So your job is, what is your full-time job? Might as well plug that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I appreciate that, Ron. Uh, my full-time job, I am a financial planner and uh, run a practice out of Melville, New York. And what is the name of it? Uh, it's under my name. So Christopher Weinish, Chris with a K. There you uh, go. I love Weinish. that. And I think yep. it's great that you get involved because yeah. I've, always, I've always preached about getting, supporting the community, helping, helping out those nonprofits that you truly see uh, a good mission, the right mission, a, good, a great heart, a part of it. And something I always admired about Lodestar Children's Services was specifically that heart. Can we, I would like to, if you can, just to really elaborate on the morale that you see within, uh, within Lodestar and how the dedication is second to none uh, to those applicants that are part of the Lodestar Children's Services family. Yeah, so um, Alyssa, I'll let you touch on this one as well, but I just want to say that uh, you know, as a, as a board member for the last four years, I've been lucky enough to watch the the organization grow, and uh, really, I think what's driving the culture and what drives the organization is is really the vision of of James, our founder. Uh, you know, James is incredibly passionate uh, about the work that Lodestar is doing, and I think that that. Uh, his, his approach, you know, not just to the organization, but his leadership of people. He's one of the best uh, that I've ever come across and, and really just understands people and is a great listener. And I think that culture has really has, has permeated throughout the organization. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been great to see. And I think the, you know, the, the staff members and, and, you know, where the, when we get together for events, uh, holiday parties, you know, the, the energy is, is really uh, incredible. Uh, so, Alyssa, I don't know if you want to add anything there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, it's incredible. Everyone, you know, is here for the same reason because we want to help children. We want to help these families. Um, so, I, no, I couldn't agree with anything more. Do you do any uh, fundraising events? 
Yeah, so so to just touch on funding for a minute, Ron, mo- so most of our funding as an organization comes from Medicaid. Uh, we also just wanted to note that one of one of our programs can actually qualify a child for Medicaid that might not ordinarily be eligible uh, if their mental health condition warrants it. Uh, we're also pleased to now also serve children with Child Health Plus. Oh, excellent! Um, and lastly, and, and to your to your point, Ron, uh, and very importantly, about five percent of our budget comes from private donations, uh, and we're extremely grateful for this number. But we really need it to be higher. Uh, because as we, you know, we really do need the community support to do to do what we do. So, we have a, a, a couple of big events each year, a couple of big fundraising events each year. Uh, one is centered around World Mental Health Day, um, and uh, a couple of the other events you can find if you if you check out the website. But uh, would would love participation and certainly you know members of the community to come out and join us for those events what is world mental health day can you just uh, specify on that so people can be aware of when it's coming up this year uh, i believe it's in october perfect so there's a full it's the full time frame where you have this huge event and it takes place and what's that like what kind of an event is it is yeah it so it's october 10th this year is uh world mental health day and the event that we held this year was held at a beautiful uh, building in um, uh, Long Island City in Queens. And uh, we, we had members of the community come out and join us, uh, entertainment. And uh, it was really just a, a great night to get together. And really the, the main purpose of, of that event and obviously hosting it on that day is, is to bring awareness and, and really to, to continue to get more people talking about mental health and, and to, to continue to work against the, the stigma, um, you know, in any way that we can help. Well, let me ask you a question because you keep saying a stigma. I think this there was a worse stigma for mental health years ago than there is now. I think with everyone talking about it, it's just not a, it doesn't seem to me, and we represent a children's mental health agency and we weren't, we represent a major mental health agency. And they don't consider it a stigma anymore. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point, Ron. Certainly, you know, things have, have progressed a, a long way from, from where they were, you know, even 10 years ago. But, uh, but certainly, you know, our, our goal is to, is to just continue to raise awareness um, in any way that we can. But certainly, I would agree with you that, that, the, that the stigma it is certainly is not as bad as it was in the past. But I think it's ultimately because we're having these discussions, we're having these conversations, Absolutely. we're bringing it. Because so many people, I mean, for me, I look at it and I remember having my, these discussions about mental health and specifically when you have a physical injury, you, you seek treatment on it and the same situation arises on, on, on the mental case where if you're having, if you're needing that assistance, you're needing that help, then why not seek it? Why do you have to suppress all that, all those uh Problem, problems and concerns that people may have. And I think they still, they think that they're alone. And Lodestar Children's Services is coming out and saying, you're not alone. We're here to service. We're here to help. And we're here to mend it so that you can go forward and live a life that's free. Well, there's different degrees of mental health. Not everybody has the same mental health problem. That's absolutely true. You you're know, right. To, to say that, oh, he, he's a mental health person, you know, what does that mean? Right. What does that mean nowadays? And that's very true. And I think Lodestar, you really highlight that with the, the, the differences in treatment styles and and personnel that you uh, deploy to help these applicants. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. We try to, um, you know, 
make each service um, specific for that child and their needs and that family. So, with, and with that said, so we, we just have a little bit over a minute right now. I just wanted to highlight if those, you said you had 5% of your budget is from private uh, donations. Where can they donate to you? If, if people listening right now, they want to support what Lodestar Children's Services does, where can they, besides going to your website, is there other ways that, to donate? If they want to donate anonymously, if they want to donate, is there a donate button on your website? Is What, what are the avenues? Is there social media as well they can follow you on? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, there is a, a nice big donate button in the top right-hand corner of the website, which again is lodestarcs.org, L-O-D-E-S-T-A-R, C for children, S for services.org. So there's a big donate button there. Uh, you can also find Lodestar on Facebook and Instagram. So Lodestar Children's Services, you can look us up in uh, both those platforms. We would absolutely love to have you follow us there and if you follow lodestar on social media we'll certainly keep you up to date on any events that are coming up and any opportunities to support the organization we would greatly appreciate that all right is there a phone number yes uh but Melissa, sorry sorry it's uh 631-767-1589 is the phone number well thanks to both of you The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.